Good evening, all. Welcome to What's On Your Mind. It's Friday night. It's 9 p.m. It's about time for what we do. We're not nearly as late as we normally are. But the house is as full as it's going to get. Joe Colton is once again a late scratch to save democracy. Uh, but we'll be right back with you once you get done listening to our kick-ass theme song. <laughs> As we said earlier, welcome to What's On Your Mind. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody doing? Ooh, Wee! So, Ooh. yeah, it was. Uh, it wound up being a more eventful week than we were anticipating. Yeah, who knew? Right. I thought, uh, you know, G.I. Joe Day was going to be like a coupon code. <laughs> and no, well, we actually got uh, some stuff to talk about. Uh, but it's Friday night. It's 9 o'clock, and that means it's time for your favorite fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. Uh, pushing 12 years at this point. Be That's 12 right. years this Arbor Day. Speaking Drake next year. Wait. Uh, Never mind. I mean, it's Arkansas country. has been able to drink for two years now. Yeah. Never mind. As soon as you hit double digits, moonshine is in. Can't drink in Alabama, though, because Beachhead won't let that happen. No, well, he'd just, he'd just make you do push-ups till you sweat it out. Yeah. Ah, just get, kick him in the crotch. You'll be fine. You get out, rookie. Here in the top row, he's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right. And it was a good week. We saw lots of good stuff. You know, I was pretty I was pretty pumped up as a grumpy, jaded old man. I filled out some kind of online form for something this week. And uh, the uh, age demographic was 25 to 49. And I'm like, ooh, I'm Get just there. making it now, man. Get the there. next one is was like 50 to 70. I'm like, oh. oh. The only 50 to 70 I want to be in is a soccer league. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Right, at that point, yeah. you just get stretched out, you know. Yeah. I'm going to slide tackle me and grandpa. <laughs> Bring it on, baby. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Laugh as their fragile shins Poke through their parchment like skin. If you're in, there's a whole other half of the field down there where I will leave you alone. Right. If you come down here, <laughs> man, if you are inbounds, you are in danger. That's what I'm talking about. Well, again, what's your motto on the field, Mark? On the, <laughs> the motto is, ain't nobody fast on the ground. And right. there also ain't nobody fast in the 50 to 70 league. So I'm going to fit right in gonna be like that episode of father ted where they're playing soccer with the retired priest it's gonna be great <laughs> that was great i love that i don't i don't want to play with no priests they're all handsy <laughs> <laughs> different kind of penalty segway that mike <laughs> impossible <laughs> different kind of penalty for handball impossible in the bottom row He's already making obscure references to TV shows no one's seen. It's Racktime Rob. 
I've seen them. That's all that matters. Fair enough. I mean, that's really, <laughs> really the first rule of comedy, isn't it? If you're making yourself laugh, you're making somebody else laugh. Oh, yeah. Second hour is all Jace and the Wheeled Warriors. It's going to be a good show. It's all right. <laughs> we are just going to play that theme song. Saw a boss. Saw a boss. No, nobody. Stop. Nobody's going to do the Saw Boss chant. That's all <laughs> you. Somebody out there did. <laughs> no, that's all you. Somebody out there. Renegade, some... Renegade Biker did. <laughs> someone, is, someone is cracking out the uh, Garage Band theme song to Jason the World Warriors right now. Don't don't speak ill of the dead, Mark. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. Or the band. Anyways. Hey, sometimes the band came back. Look at Racktime Rob. But uh, J. Albert Vargas says this is his first time watching the show. Welcome, welcome to- J. Albert Vargas. J. Albert Vargas. Not just welcome, but welcome home. Yeah. Right. Now, is it J, is it Albert, or is it Jalbert? Ooh. Well, there's I, a period I mean, there. I'm just saying, within a few seconds, we've given him a nickname, and a, not even an offensive one. So that's well, pretty, we'll work on that. That's pretty good for us. Want to be nice to the new blood. Let right. them in. Slow. That's right. But uh, we appreciate your stopping by. And um, Firefly wants us to know that uh, he has Quinn Martin TV show references nobody wants. He can cover for Rob. You know, that's that's a solid 25% of it. Yeah. That's, really good. Is. That's, that's not a bad skill to have. No, that that's it's fire up. It's it's Streets of San Francisco tribute night here on What's on Joe Mind. I thought Quinn Martin was a medicine woman. Did I get that wrong? That's you Dr. Did, yes. Quinn Martin. Dr. Quinn Martin? Dr. Quinn Martin. Okay. What, Quincy? Emmy? Now we're talking. <laughs> Barnaby Jones? One that of was people. a Quinn Martin production. It was. All right. It says it's Albert or Bert. I'm going right. to go with Jalbert. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Jalbert. I'm going to go with Bert just so we can go, hey, Bert. Hey, Bert. Hey, Bert. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you are watching us, for the first time, like uh, Jalbert, uh, be sure to give us a thumbs up, give, subscribe to the channel, because um, it already knows that you're watching us, so you might as well just subscribe so it tells you when our show's going to be on. Yeah. And for the random odd times where we put out a non-Friday episode, you'll be among the first to know. That's it. Be the first uh, on your block. <laughs> right. We are trying to get to 1,200 subscribers by Valentine's Day. Uh, I put that. I made that challenge on Twitter. And we immediately gained one subscriber. In so it's working. Days. It's working. We should. You didn't specify which Valentine's Day, did you? Right. No, I, yeah. I, guess I okay, didn't. So I, I suppose could not. Could be next year, maybe the year after. But I, I jinxed it. You know, I, I saw we had some momentum the last couple of weeks. We had picked up several mm-hmm. dozen. Uh, and then just uh, as soon as I say something. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. If, uh, if, it's 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 only a click. There's 30% of you every week that tune in and are not subscribed, and that makes no sense to me whatsoever because uh, the Google machine already knows what you're watching. It's already going to send us through your YouTube feed for the next 30 years. Um, you might as well just click the subscribe button and give in. Uh, if you're catching us on Facebook, go ahead, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. And uh, just to keep those metrics rolling as well, uh, if you're catching us on on a, a on audio, uh, which we post every Monday after after the live Friday show, uh, go ahead and get, leave us a review. We're on iTunes and 
uh, Podbean and, and Stitcher and wherever you get your wherever you get your podcasts, you'll find us. Uh, but leave us a nice five star review. Tell us how much you love us, especially me. Mm-hmm. We're better looking on audio anyway. That's right. We have faces for radio. Stunning. Yeah, the money maker. <laughs> But uh, Digital Diarrhea says, can't forget Barney Miller. Not a Quinn Martin production. No. that's a, That was a, a fine sitcom, though. But yeah. Wojo made some crappy coffee, let me tell you. Oh, so bad. I mean, he was no Yamada, so. Yeah. But, uh, yes, as as Cody Ball says, wherever fine podcasts are sold. And ours, the, ours is cheap. Worth yeah. the price. Yeah, there's only six people paying for this show, and you, you should get down – kiss their shoes their names will be up at the bottom of the bottom of the program shouldn't we make it a magnificent seven come I, on now I, i'd like to we had an elite eight for a little while but we dropped Ooh. a couple dropped off hmm. i don't want to say we dropped a couple because that would make it sound like right. oh no 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 <laughs> we ain't picky yeah. we don't want your filthy lucre yeah we ain't picky we're not. We, are, we are not we're sponsored by a jay Dahmer. Hmm. well seems legit let's go <laughs> all right well, he died. He's one of the ones that fell off. So Yeah, so it can't be the same guy. Right. Well, I guess. I suppose. Um, Barking Fridge says, I am subscribed. I've yet to get a notification of any sort. Well, there you go. See, we're, we're pretty non-obtrusive. Mm-hmm. So, we're, a, we're a kinder, gentler kind of subscription. Help you. You got to click on the us. notification bell to get notified. Right. Help you help us. Matt Rubin says, what happened to the Magnificent Seven? I don't know, but we we, we lost one. So now we're we getting gotta, to that. We're getting to that point in the film where they just where they just shot, uh, you know, James Coburn. Right. We have the we have the dirty half dozen. Yeah. Uh, Diana Davis wants us to wants to let us know. Thanks so much for donating to our GoFundMe, and um, that's no trouble. We gave our our month's uh, <laughs> coffee earnings to the Davises to help uh, help pay the bills, and we've got that link right here. Uh, if you, if you want, once we're done tonight. By all means, come back, freeze the screen, gofundme.com slash F slash help dash me dash pay dash off dash my dash heart dash attack dash bills. That's a mouthful. It is. But it's a great cause, and you're helping our friend out because uh, these things are are incredibly expensive when you have health insurance, and they are ridiculous when you don't. Uh, so, uh, you know, the heart of the, the American health care system at work, ladies and germs. Hate to get hate to get even that political, but there it is. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. We um, gave out a nickname last week too, the Duchess. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She that she can't it. be Duke, so she's Duchess. That's right. Not the Duchess. It's a nick. It's a code name. It's Duchess. Oh, she's Duchess. She's a woman of action. Well, that's true. I've read the green sheet. I know these things. She has all the dukes. So right. Yeah. Right. And you can go back and get get all the. All the specifics on that at the at the website, or you can watch last week's episode, where Diana was uh, kind enough to come in and, and co-host with us and show off her shiny new Sky Striker, which she then had to turn around and, and sell to help cover medical bills, which is terrible. Again, our health system at work, but uh, but yeah, it's all right there for us. I'm a little worried about her boss though, man. Little slave driver, he's right over her shoulder the whole show, man. <laughs> She's like meow. Speaking of which, you got uh, you got anybody in Cat Corner over there tonight, Mark? No, no, we got no animals anywhere. It's too cold. I got a real cold snap. It, uh, oh yeah, just today. So the we got up home. to uh, 
like 40 yesterday and then dropped down to 20 today. Yeah, we, we got like, to about, about 25 this afternoon. It was it was glorious. I was, was like, out in shorts. Not not to not to you know play the victim, but it was nine degrees when I got home today, right? And that's yeah. without wind chill. Opened the door, came in. Cat is laid out in the kitchen, belly against the bed, like he knows what time he knows what's up. That's not a dumb cat. No, no, he he's a he's a bright guy because he knew to get on camera on what's on Joe mind. That's it. With his shark fin tail announcing right. imminent doom. Duh, duh. He, he got us that uh, that hot cat, cat video action on on TikTok. So oh, yeah, you know we're raking it from them now. Digging that. <laughs> Barking Fridge says I'm in that fifty to seventy demo now. Things like this pass me by. <laughs> yeah, I mean today. I think today is the day that Rob's AARP card hits the mailbox. So no, no, that came Tuesday. Remember? Oh, did it? Yeah. You and the AARP guard gets you. Um, for, discount, discount coffee. Well, and forty percent off starting lineup figures at the Hansel Pulse. No, well, everybody. Well, everybody alrighty then. That, everybody gets forty percent off starting lineup. Oh, pre-discounted. Long have I dreamed of a Luka Doncic with no <laughs> tattoos. I don't know if he has tattoos anyway. He doesn't on Hansel Pulse. Well, yeah, I mean, apparently they'd have to pay all the tattoo artists. That is a really interesting thing going forward. Like, athletes yeah. are going to have to get that intellectual property signed off when they get the ink. Or just uh, keep keep it to public domain clip art. Yeah, right. A lot of Steamboat Willie. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Uncle Sam. You know. Yeah, exactly. Winnie the Pooh. But not the Disney Winnie the Pooh. Not the Disney the Winnie the Pooh. The A.A. Right. Milne Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, the woodcut A.A. Milne Winnie the Pooh. Guy like, I want a really sexy girl on my arm. And they're like, we can give you the World War II girl flexing. Right. <laughs> that's Rosie, it. Rosie the Riveter. Yeah, Rosie yeah. the Riveter. Yeah, Rosie the Riveter. That's right. That's all we got. <laughs> that's all you can have. I don't, I don't, I think Rosie's still too, too young for that, though. It's probably true. Because it's 75 years and then they, you can get an extra 20 years. If you file for we it, we get your World War One nurse showing her ankle. Right, <laughs> right. This out. You know, somebody from the Civil War, coyly <laughs> showing off a piece of stocking. Oh God! What do you say, General Grant? Oh! <laughs> and he's sober. Anyways, no, that's the variant. <laughs> what do you, What do you say we get into the show proper? We've only wasted fifteen minutes of these people's time. Good go. All right. We'll start her out with community calendar tonight. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? What's to no tell? Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community calendar. I don't know which one of those I'm going to play from now on, do you? Both. Why not both? I mean, eventually, sure. But, yeah. I, you know, last week we, we went the other way. Anyways, uh, if you've got a local show or even a regional show uh, that you want us to plug here, you saw the email there, what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Uh, really, that's a good place for any kind of correspondence you've got for us, whether it be community calendar entries or uh, mailbag entries or anything like that. We, we do like to do special little snippet shows where we answer viewer mail, but people quit sending us questions in viewer mail. So uh, if you've got anything you just got to know, 
and got a real in-depth answer for that we can't get to here on the show, send it to us in in, uh, in the old post call, and and we'll uh, we'll do our best to get to it there. Anyways, first up, kind of had one of those weekends last week where a lot of stuff came off the calendar, uh, so that gets that gets this guy into the leadoff spot again. Hello, Dan. Pixel Dan will be at Toy Ohio. That is on February 11th. That is next weekend on Saturday from 11 to 4. He is author YouTuber. <laughs> but no, Dan wrote that great uh, Masters of the Universe book. It's everything you wanted to know about dudes in furry shorts. Um, I don't know anything about them, so I would I would be inclined to pick up the book because then I wouldn't have to worry about ever buying one of the figures. Right. That, that, Absolutely. All, all of the knowledge with none of the risk. I think they got my a Masters of the Universe got my first dollar of support ever this year with their Masters of the WWE Universe crossover. Yeah, those I are bought, neat. I bought the Ultimate Warrior for my buddy Chris, who's a big Ultimate Warrior hawk. So there you go. They got what ten bucks from me. All right. I got the Triple H figure, but it's got magnets on the back, so it can't actually lay on its back. It always flips over. <laughs> it's right. pretty authentic. It's, 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 it sounds sounds legit to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's get, his, his accessories are he's got a sword and a calendar that says 2005. <laughs> and a pencil, which is the most powerful right. thing there is. Yeah. It is mightier than the sword. That's oh. it goodness okay but yes that is uh again if you're anywhere around uh uh northwestern ohio uh, get yourself out to toy ohio great show huge show lots of dealers a and our our pal pixel dan I, I don't mean to poop on the show i like the show i like pixel dan just not really a masters of the universe kind of guy no no really none of us are but it's it's yeah. we we tease out of fun it's just it's yeah. not our cup of tea hey I'll, I will give them credit. I, I, ne I never cared for the brand, right? But they have handled it fantastic. Yeah, no, th this so, last push they've been on has been yeah. really stellar. You yeah. could only hope for that kind of... Uh, of Absorbid uh, says, I sent a new intro and outro. Check the email. Okay. Oh, boy. I look forward to next week, everybody. Be ready. For episode surprise, surprise. For episode 250, we will have new community calendar intro and outro. I already love it. Because it's either going to be really good or it's going to be bad. And either way, that's good show right there. Right. That's good <laughs> right. The only thing we don't want is middle ground. If you're going yeah. to be terrible, reach for the stars. Yeah. I or had a, the depth, as it were. Or dive for the bottom. I heard a, I heard a product pitch uh, get received as and described as, eh, it's a medium maybe. <laughs> oh, man. That's double milk toast. I didn't even know what to yeah. do with that, man. Medium maybe. All right. Medium maybe. Medium maybe. That's a. That's like the neutral planet from Futurama. That's a new one. When the when the the asteroid is hurtling towards their planet to destroy it, and the guy looks back from the telescope, tell my wife, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if I don't make it through this, tell my wife hello. Next up, hey, we had a whole thing planned. Uh, Katsukon is February 17th through 19th at the Gaylord National Hotel and Convention Center in National Harbor, Maryland. 
Uh, you can see Joe Colton's lineup there. Uh, she's going to be Wednesday on Friday night when she should be on the damn show. Uh, and then she's going to be a warmly dressed lady on Saturday and another warmly dressed lady on Sunday. And I don't know who they are, but warmly dressed lady is a good good costume for this time of year. Pretty sure uh, that's, war that's warrior class bell from a Disney princess line. Okay. Just saying. I didn't I didn't have bell pegged as much of a fighter. Yeah, it's kind of, that's why she's got Skeletor staff, I think. I get, but whatever, she looks comfortable, so more power yeah. to her. Uh, registration info is available at katsukan.org. That is not remember, not com.org. See, Firefly agrees. She looks very comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, Phil Donnelly, our Disney resident Disney expert, uh, Disney Mirrorverse thing, which tells me nothing. So thanks, thanks for that, Biff. No, no shock that that uh, Phil knows exactly what the Disney thing. He is. does, and he, he knows. He put a he put bait on the hook that no one bought, no one will take because it makes no sense. Disney uh, Mirrorverse. Shouldn't she have a goatee? I, I you would think. And drive Goliath. Is she evil, Bell? <laughs> Two weeks in a row. <laughs> evil Darth Knight. <laughs> Driving Goliath. Really, I wanna I wanna watch those episodes again because the clips I saw on YouTube. He's so bad. Yeah. He's so terrible. Well, he's focused on driving because he's headed out uh, to California. No, I'm talking right about now. the acting. Oh, well, that too. Firefly's statement is when she's comfortable, she might not punch someone in the throat. I know with Joe Colton, the key there, keep her fed. Yeah. Keep Joe Colton fed, and she will not punch people in the throat. And don't look directly at her toes. Yeah. No. See no. nugs aplenty. Sensitive about that. Uh, Riptide O'Leary says, I was hoping Hasbro went all in on the O-ring figures like Mattel did with Origins, but yeah, you know, I kind of was hoping that too. I didn't necessarily need them to be all in, but I needed I needed more. <laughs> One thing I'll say about that O-ring line, I needed more variety. I needed, I needed characters or at least paint jobs that we hadn't seen before a bit more than we got. And no, they just seemed to want to, I mean, we got a few of those. Don't get me wrong. I, I like the guys in the, in the Sky Striker set. Um, you know, Night Force Ripcord is cool, and Pilot Scarlet is cool, and Failsafe is cool. Ramp Rats are different, but uh, but yeah, too too much play in the hits. We let's let's get uh, let's get weird stuff going. Let's get some B sides, right? Or or if we're gonna do Scarlet again, maybe maybe do an O ring Scarlet with a decent head mold. That'd be so good. <laughs> Matt Rubin. Uh, Plumbing familiar depths. Uh, do lady members from the mirror universe have goatees or merkins? Good oh. lord, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is the question that was dying to be asked. So we have to give him that, okay? That's that that just shows he's been on board with us for some time now. But Diana has the answer. Uh they have they have Brazilians, which there you go. I mean, you'd think, I, I think at the Disney parks, they make all of any, no, that's that, no. I'm not going to spread that rumor. That's, um, I'm why we can't have nice things. That's, that's, <laughs> that's true. He's that's one, right. he's one of the six guys who pays for the show. So yeah, that's true. Absolutely true. Uh, Firefly says, can we talk about the Soundwave Thunder Machine with O-Ring Xandar Zarata rumor? Oh, uh, we can. Uh, Mark, that that one broke last week. We haven't heard a whole lot on it. Uh, we did, we did, or two weeks ago, we did, we did a little snippet on the show with it. Uh, we haven't heard much since. Uh, have you caught anything on it? 
Nothing. I mean, I don't have any insight or anything, but Soundwave's an interesting guy from Transformer Wise because he's one of the top five Decepticons, and his his alt mode makes no sense now at all. So you can turn him into anything as long right. as he looks like Soundwave, or if there's any kind of audio, sounds like Soundwave. You can turn into whatever the hell you want. So okay, Thunder Machine, fine. Right. He's he's a guy that what, you already did a hiss tank for Megatron, so you're not going to do a hiss tank for Soundwave. Yeah. Um, you know, so that that means that uh, that's a similarly classed, similarly sized vehicle that you can line up with him, which is cool. Um, it's still it's an interesting pick. It's not one I would have. You know, you wouldn't you don't necessarily pair the the Dreadnoughts and Soundwave mm. together in your head. But well, hey, I'm all for I'm all for them doing it. I love to see it. I, I these these Transformer mashups have not really been my cup of tea mm -hmm. but they're they're lots of folks cup of tea i think they've been pretty successful i think most most joe fans are also transformer fans and the flip just because they were you know same time period same uh, time slots right usually you could watch the cartoons back to back and i i've always liked the synergy between them i actually found a box i saved it maybe we'll do it one week of uh transformers that are basically already gi joe vehicles that was a, a lukewarm pitch I made one time when we didn't have much item count. I said, hey, right. maybe we can steal item count from Transformers. Or if you want to be super sneaky about it, say this shouldn't cost item count because we're just re-releasing old figures. So, but I mean, there's a Snowcat, there's almost a Night Raven. There's there's plenty in there if, if, you, if someone really wanted to do it. But uh, that did not get far up the flagpole. There, that's right. Yeah, um, I, I just that was that was just the temperature of the time. I think I, you just yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of wins to be had. Mm -hmm. Phil gives me some credit though that I already did make a his tank for Soundwave at one point. That, that's true. Yeah, that's true. which was pretty good. And but the reason why one of the reasons I think that worked um, is because we kept the color scheme the same. Like Soundwave has got to be that deep navy with some gray or silver, and that's my only concern about a Thunder Machine is. Well, are you going to bastardize the colors of the Thunder Machine to make it more Soundwave, or are you going to bastardize Soundwave to make him Thunder Machine colored? Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of questions to answer with that, so I don't I don't want to talk too too much about it because that the more we talk about it, the more the more we I feel like we're breathing life into it, and I yeah. don't want to do that because we we don't have anything concrete to hang that on. So yep. Um, you know, for all, for all we know, those were just names they threw out there that got paired together. And if this thing gets to a final stage, mm -hmm. it'll probably be, you know, maybe it's maybe it's some other, you know, Decepticon that we're, you know, maybe it's Swindle or something, you know, who right. knows? So who, who can tell? So it is, fun, it is funny that kind of the, the upper echelon of those original Decepticons are guys they can't really do anymore. Right. You got Megatron, the pistol. Yeah, uh, shockwave the laser pistol, and uh, soundwave the friggin' the cassette, deck. Deck, cassette deck. So, <laughs> gotta get a little creative with those guys. Right, he's not even digital audio tapes are out, man. Even yeah. those are done. Anyways, that's it for community calendar. Uh, absorb it. I will write you a new theme. Anything to stop that one. Well. <laughs> Pretty good. God damn, I love that one. <laughs>
I mean, I love both of them, but the, the, it's, that one's still new enough that I still still can't help but chuckle at it. No, and the variety between the two, right? We can play right. them both forever because they're nothing like alike. But uh, here's a good point here. Uh, I don't care anything about themes or matches, just anything to get replacements for fragile vintage figures. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel that. Yeah. I certainly I certainly felt that way about the Stinger. Uh, I was thrilled when they just re-released a Stinger because those those 84 Stingers, especially the missiles, are just trash at this point. Wasn't that like 25 bucks? That would be something, but it was reasonable. Because yeah. how, how much does a, a vintage steering wheel for the Stinger cost? Yeah, around 30. Uh, no, yeah, I don't right? but a lot. I'll just get a new, I'll just get a new Jeep. Right. No, it was, it was outstanding. Like I said, I, that, that was a great pick just from the standpoint of, of even if, even if the red, like the, the stinger is pretty sturdy, the vamps and the, anything with that vamp mold, they're holding up. Okay. As the years go by, but those missiles are trash. Yeah. So anything that red plastic. Yeah. Yeah. That anything red plastic is just, just disintegrating at this point. Uh, so it was nice to, to get a redo on, on those to that something we can, legitimately fix in with our our vintage collections so yes good point there um i don't necessarily need again i, I don't need it all to be the same but if you're going to do the same that was a good one to, that was a good pick yep but uh let's see there were there, there is a question there um with the success of the classified line you guys predict we'll get much more obscure characters at some point yes because at some point they won't have a choice but Super uh, Seven will get to him first, right? <laughs> right, and they'll sit on a boat for a year and a half. Yeah, that's true. But uh, not not the reaction stuff. You know, <laughs> if you're willing to swim in that pool. So you're just making sure I don't miss anything terribly important over there, dude. We will have time for questions at the end. I hope we normally do. So don't don't worry if we don't get to you right now. Uh, just hang on to it for a, for a minute or two. So uh, what do you say we get to the news? Ah, nothing happened. Nope. Hey. Good night, everybody. Okay. First news item. Hey, we've been telling you about it for like two months now. But Total Action Force of the Battle Years soft cover Kickstarter has gotten underway. Uh, it's going to run through the 27th of the month until about 10 o'clock in the morning that day. So uh, make sure you get to get over there somewhere in the next three weeks or so. Uh, I am going over to that website right this second to see how far along it is. It is. Very close to funded as we speak. Uh, they got off to a great start this time. Uh, we don't have to exhaust ourselves by beating the drum nearly as hard. Uh, it's the goal of uh, $20,152. They are already over 16000 There we go. So uh, well over 80%. Uh, that's a 18,500 euros, and that's, that's how it converts. That's why we got the weird numbers on there. Uh, but uh, off to a fantastic start. Uh, so get yourself over to Kickstarter. Check out Total Action Force in the search bar. This campaign will come up for you. Uh, this book is beautiful. It is 
just the pictures are gorgeous. The 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 prose is well written. Uh, it's by by Patty Lennon and, and Brian Hickey, who we've had on the show a couple of times before when they were doing the hardcover versions of these books. Uh, you can check out all of the various packages that they have available. Uh, they've got posters. They've got copies of the second book if you get over there in a hurry. Um, there, there's all kinds of extras you can tack on to your pledge for this project. And again, off to a great start. So please pledge with confidence. If you didn't get this th during the hardcover run, you want to get this in the softcover run. This is, it is a magnificent book, uh, worthy of any coffee table. Uh, if you guys are actually classy enough to have coffee tables. Yeah. We have no coffee table. We just, just, just it's straight up library for us. So you got so many good coffee table books, though. Probably got to get that coffee table at some point. Right. That's true. That'd be really long, but right. I mean, we we uh, we 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 fought hard for Carson's books in the past. I say this fits right in. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is that level of quality. Go get it. Unless you have the hardcover, I'll give you an out. If you already have the hardcover, okay. Right. But beyond that, at least go, at least go take a look because it's really something. Uh, Christian Carlo M. Viaraza says, Wow, yo, Joe, that's a new name. Uh, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks for tuning in with us tonight. Got a good Viaraza. Got over 80 in the live chat to this, tonight. That, that, that hey. is a wonderful crowd. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Um, But uh, again, I apologize. The, the comments are coming fast and hard. We're in the middle of the news. So if you've got a real pressing question, just hang on to it for a couple minutes. We'll get to it in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Tristan McDonald's with the advice of the night, uh, two cinder blocks and some sturdy wood planks. Boom. Instant coffee table. That's what I'm talking about. Right now. Some, either, that, either that or an old cable spool. I like the spool. I'm a big <laughs> fan of the spool. When someone puts up a really good custom on Facebook and one of the first posts is always, can you share the recipe, bro? What parts did you use? I used two cinder blocks and some sturdy wood planks. Uh, Christian follows up. First G.I. Joe action figures I had were Lifeline and Beachhead. Uh, thanks for the shout-outs. I'm from the Philippines. I tell you what, 1986, funny story, uh, for Rob's birthday that year, I actually, the first, first 86 figures I saw, one of them was Beachhead, and I bought it for Rob for his birthday that year. No, you so got he, me sci-fi and wetsuit. Sci-fi wet. I thought it was sci-fi and beachhead. I'm sorry. No. All right. So but I, I do know that the first one I bought for myself that year was Lifeline. Before beachhead? I must not have seen him. I, I don't know. Like I said, I thought I bought him for Rob, so I didn't want to buy the same one. When was the first time you were aware of the character beachhead? Was it seeing him on the peg? Was he in the comic first? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I don't think so. He 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 showed up. Issue forty-eight. Uh, it's that one with uh, you where they're riding on the devilfish. Yeah, it's the, the, yeah, that 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 right. famous. I think cup. that's forty-seven. Forty-seven, forty-eight, something like that. So oh. yeah, it was a, it was around the same time. I I tell you what, I'll I'll talk about my 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 relationship with with the beachhead character on Joe Slepsky's show, and everybody can listen to that. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, Diana's got some breaking sports news. Sort of news. Uh, after hearing I had to sell my size card here, an amazingly generous member of the fandom called me and told me they were sending me one of theirs. Well, that is fantastic. That's very nice. Outstanding. Kudos to kudos to your your uh, generous and anonymous donor. That that is fantastic. She can't wait to rip it open, throw away the ace figure, and put Duke in the cockpit where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ace has already been thrown across the the, the house. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Carson, anyone know when Operation Recall will be closing the backer kit? That is yes. The the same question. That is that is tell me you watch the sh tell me you don't watch the show without telling me you don't watch the show. <laughs> no, sir. I know you're here a lot, but we we'll get to that actually in a couple seconds. Uh, we're half an hour knowing how the way we get through the news. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, total action force the the battle years. Uh, head over on Kickstarter, back this project, back this book. Uh, let's uh, let's get this circulated because it is really it is wonderful. It, it is a a very informative alternate take on what we think we know about GI Joe history uh, from folks who are developing kind of the same thing at the same time. Next news item. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Wow. Man, it's like on-demand news, right? It's like we're streaming. <laughs> so, uh, Michael, to answer your question, uh, the Operation Recall Backer Kit closes February 28th, 2023. So you've still got three weeks plus to go ahead and get yourself uh, finalized. If you want to add any new items, if you want to... Uh, well, if, if you know somebody who just doesn't know anything and wants to get in on the ground floor, this is your opportunity. Uh, head over to operationrecall.backerkit.com. You've got till the end of the month. Uh, probably, probably the end of the day. It's probably more like midnight, March first. So, uh, either way, don't don't take chances. Get over and get yourself some Operation Recall, uh, and check out the whole project. It's got all kinds of details. You can once you get logged into to Backerkit, you'll it'll it'll tell you everything you need to know. It's got prices and 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 uh, quantities and. All that. Yes. All of it. Look, man, sometimes I just get to talking and talking and talking. And I just run out of words to say. What can I? I like that I've established a psychic bond with some of our viewers, some of our live viewers, that they know what's coming in the news, but they don't quite know how to verbalize it. Right. Yeah. And I, I, I want to tell them what's coming next in the news, but I can't because I'm not sure if it's next or the one after that. And, and I've said it before, and this is this is meant as no offense to the other creators and their projects that we've had on, because we have a bunch, right? We're lucky as a fandom to have a bunch going on right now that are very, very high quality. But this right here, best thing since the original line went away. It's that good. So if you don't know about it, I don't know how that's possible. Go check it out. If you do know about it, go take a look, because you probably need to order more. there is all right but uh go ahead check that out again operation recall dot backer dot com uh go today specifically at about 1101 next news item do 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 that disturbed the hey, going on right now well it was going i think i think it might actually be going on right now but Renegade Con Virtual is this weekend. Uh, we had a whole evening's worth of panels today, uh, and we'll get to some of the, the G.I. Joe game news that came out of there momentarily. We've got uh, a specific G.I. Joe Tabletop Games panel tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific. Uh, so be sure to tune in for that. One of the co-hosts of that panel is our longtime friend of the show, Ryan Costello, who's uh, been kind enough to, to be a guest with us on many occasions over the last 11 plus years. 
so let's uh, let's get over and support him tomorrow afternoon at two. You have nothing going on. Don't try and tell me you do. You cleaned the gutters last week. That doesn't work two weeks in a row. Nobody's got gutters that dirty. Total sidebar. You know what else is going on right now? What's that? Word burglars killing a set in Toronto live tonight. All right. And we can and we cannot unfortunately be there, but well, it's I mean, being Toronto, yeah. Um, Canada has kicked us out. Yeah. So well, they've kicked you out. Well, and, and Joe always loves going back to, to the homeland, right? But Toronto, man, she's wanted there for what street racing and uh, competitive eating, and there's still some controversy this. about that last contest. And yeah, she got lay low in Toronto. I, I would be making terrible jokes if she were here, but since she yeah. is not, I won't refrain. She's not here. She's hanging out in Mississauga, going is the heat down. Uh, Matt Rubin questions. Uh, wait, Ryan White's look right looking for group. Yes, he does. He has for a couple of months now. So if you're into role playing game based web comics, Ryan Costello is your guy. Check out looking for group. He introduced his favorite. He reintroduced his favorite character, which is like a some green thing with a hand for a head. <laughs> so a relative of High Five Ghost, no doubt. Right from. from... <laughs> Wow. Regular that's, show that's, reference. All right. That's a, that's a deep cut. That's a little bit. A little bit. My favorite bit ever is when they made fun of uh, Muscle Man's mom when he was getting the your mom thing wrong. Right. And High Five Ghost, who always just had a five coming out of his head, sprung a second hand to go. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Hey, Muscle Man, what about your mom? <laughs> Formerly on HBO Max, now replaced by my six thousand pound fiance. Oh, stop uh, it! Thanks a lot, Discovery. I know it's still on HBO Max because I'm in the middle of watching it. It's so good, really, real wrestling. <laughs> what a fun little show! I watched it intermittently when it was actually on, when it was in new episodes, and now I just, I just decided to go back and and go through all of them because I know there's plenty of them that I've missed. One of my one of my Love favorite. It. One of my favorite guys at McFarlane Toys, uh, oh, I'll name him, Ben Timmerick, a, a digital artist who did fantastic work uh, and who had a great sense of humor. So I trusted his judgment. He was like, have you watched regular show? I'm like, I've never even heard of that. I'm like, what's it about? And then he explained it. And I'm like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it doesn't sound, doesn't sound good at all. It's like, well, yeah. there's this blue, there's this blue jay and this like raccoon. And, and he had to show me and then I got it. Yeah, he was. Yeah. You would like him. He was also Spider-Man fan number two, essentially, maybe not number one. And when we do the comic book run, he couldn't wait to read what Peter Parker was up to or Ben, whatever. Anyway, so he would always be reading it on the drive back. Right. And if it was empty enough on the road, I would jam on the brakes like every other week to make him think we were about to die. Because he was the only one not watching the road at all. And it was never not funny. <laughs> so Ben Timmerick, salute. Yes, but uh, yeah, regular show is a it's a show that if we tried to pitch it to you here, wouldn't make any sense. It wouldn't sound any good. Uh, just go and give it a give it a check. It's eleven minutes long. If you don't like it, it's eleven minutes done with your life, and you've you've done much worse things in eleven minutes. We know we've seen you. 
So yes, this is two way. But <laughs> high five, ghost baby, win win. No. Oh God. Oh. Guess, so anyways, who else does, guess who else doesn't get that joke? My mom. <laughs> Should we tell him? No. <laughs> oh, revealed tonight by the good folks at Renegade Game Studios. <laughs> you can see we've got some addendums to the existing uh, games that are out there. We've got a, a new allegiances builder for the deck building game and yes if you squint real hard you can see on the box there that's uh that's peanut butter getting you in your chocolate that's uh Why, that's it is. the decepticons and and joe with the autobots that is all together in one mushed up deck building game so if that's that's what you've been looking for in your your deck builder now is the time i know well, folks are asking, mush on mush right they were asking about it last week well you only had to wait a sh very short time. Uh, it's there for you now. It's available for pre-order right this second at Renegade Game Studios. Um, let me go ahead and get over to the site for them real quick. I'll, I'll give you the, the brief lowdown. Uh, you can also see there is the Sergeant Slaughter Limited Edition Accessory Pack for the role-playing game. Um, uh, provides everything you need to portray Sergeant Slaughter and the Marauders in your role-playing game. Character Marauders? Yes. All of them? I guess. Look, man. I, let me read what? let me read you what's on the site. Did you say Red Dog, Taurus, and who? That other guy. Character options for making your own drill instructions. Or a member of Slaughter's Marauders. Uh, stats for making and playing as Sergeant Slaughter and his Marauders. A 28 millimeter scale Sergeant Slaughter printable miniature. Paintable miniature, I'm sorry. Uh, adventure that lets your G.I. Joe characters join Slaughter's Marauders. And standees and tactical maps representing scenes in the scenario. So you got some neat stuff going on there if you want to add the Sarge into your role-playing experience. Uh, along those same lines, we've got the... Uh, where, did, where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Oh, there it is. New, New Allegiance's uh, deck-building expansion. Uh, that includes... Or the Joes get a visit from an unexpected ally, Bumblebee, who warns their arch-enemy, Cobra has teamed up with their enemy, the Decepticons, and that what they are planning will not bode well for planet Earth or the people who call it home. The forces of Cobra have new allies in their plot to take over the world. Alien robots have landed on Earth, and it's up to G.I. Joe to figure out if they're friend or foe. In this expansion, the Joes will have to team up with the Autobots and investigate the Cobra Decepticon plot. Take advantage of the Autobots' different modes to ride into missions or add some cybernetic muscle to your teams. Uh, this is an expansion. The deck-building game is required to play. Um, features uh, 39 Joe cards, 31 Cobra cards, 18 tarot-sized mission cards, two sheets of tokens, and eight Energon dice. So that's a, a, a weighty expansion to your deck-building game. Uh, 35 bucks on the New Alliances crossover. I just want the Energon dice. <laughs> the the Sarge pack is 55 if you're looking to, to add that on to your your role-playing game. And uh while while we're there, while we're dealing with Renegade Game Studio, yeah, Sean Russell there to remind us they killed Bumblebee in the comics. Who did? The Joes did. 
Oh, in the cut. Well, yeah, but back yeah, when Marshall did GI Joe and the Transformers, the first thing they did was kill Bumblebee. That's right. But in in the IDW comics, when we met with IDW, I'm like, "What do you think about killing Bumblebee?" And the IDW guys are like, "We could do that." <laughs> oh, like, yeah. It's a comic book. Doesn't matter. Kill it. There's one little ghost dude in the back of the room going. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Goodness. Okay, and also revealed uh, expansions for Mission Critical, the board game that just uh, just rolled out a couple of months ago, or just got sent out a couple of months ago. And, and these are kind of cool. There's a Chaos Break expansion and a Sergeant Slaughter expansion. Uh, the Chaos Break is, of course, wins my pick for uh, item of item of the day because it's got Beachhead there. Uh, outwork and Outlast. Qu- end quote. Beachhead. Chaos has arrived. The Dreadnoughts, led by Cobra agent Zartan, are an outlaw biker gang devoted to spreading anarchy and panic before quietly slipping away. Zartan's lieutenants, Zorana and Roadpig, are masters at sowing destruction. They will be formidable foes to bring to justice. Thankfully, G.I. Joe has called in reinforcements. The elite ranger Beachhead and the expert paratrooper Ripcord have been deployed to stop Zartan before he leaves the world in ruins. Uh, this is a two is an expansion. GI Joe Mission Critical is required to play. Uh, you can play as new heroes, Beachhead and Zip Ripcord, uh, a new boss for the Cobra Zartan, two lieutenants, Zoran and Roadpeg, two new vehicles. Doesn't say what they are, uh, but uh, twenty hero combat cards, sixteen lieutenant combat cards, two lieutenant deployment cards, eight boss combat cards, a boss deployment card, two hero cards, two vehicle cards, two hero miniatures. That's Beachhead and Ripcord. Two lieutenant miniatures, that's Zorana and Roadpig, and one boss miniature, that's Zartan. Uh, so if you've got if you're if you've got in on uh, on Mission Critical, and Mission Critical was extremely successful, uh, be sure you get in on this too, because why why have that game and when Beachhead is available and you don't have him? That's dumb. He's the best. Yeah. Should have been Beachhead and Flash, though. Just I mean, for, yeah, but I, I guess, I, I mean, Ripcord's, it's nice to see Ripcord get some due. Yeah. He had that one great, great story in the comic that they never resolved, and you never saw him again. So, nice to see Ripcord uh, getting some luck. Stop dating bears, Ripcord. Right? That's yeah. just unhealthy. Yeah. And, of course, there's the Mission, Mission Critical Sergeant Slaughter figure pack is also pictured there. Um, It is a... Special hero figure expansion. It adds Sergeant Slaughter's signature vehicle, the Triple T, to your team's arsenal. Well, that's kind of a letdown. Uh, unique <laughs> combat cards to help drive Cobra into submission to whip or whip your team into a fine fighting force. Um, and here it figures one here one hero figure, one vehicle card, ten combat cards, one rule sheet, uh, and that too is requires mission critical to play. So it is forty five dollars for the. Uh, Chaos Break expansion 22 for the figure pack for Sergeant Slaughter. There you go. So, busy night uh, in the world of G.I. Joe for the folks at Renegade Game Studios. I I, I have to say, I regret missing out on, on Mission Critical. I'm going to have to get back on that at some point. I'm digging the art. The art's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's it. A lot of it's been, a lot of it's Robert Atkins. Mm. So, you, you know, that's good. Super talented, Robert. I think I've seen copies of Mission Critical at uh, the comic book shop, Mike. Yes, 
Yes. So, I mean, that just saves on shipping, but, um, but either way, I, like, I, I, I didn't, didn't get in. There was, it's so much classified stuff rolling out the last couple of months. You, you got to try and keep a budget, right? Got to oh, try. Yeah. Plus you got to, you got to front some other guy's target collection. So that's a real drain on the funds. It can <laughs> be. He's, he's a shiftless deadbeat. We're waiting for him to pay. I don't know about, about shiftless. <laughs> but deadbeat? Yeah, I'll wear that. Fine. Look, Just man, go to Target, Weber. I'm so dedicated to my own uh, psychosis that I will inconvenience friends left and right. <laughs> well, they're on their way. so Shameless. Right. Look, man, every week it's like, there's a Target right around the corner. I'm like, good. <laughs> I hope they're doing fine without me. Yeah, sewer wrap may taste like pumpkin pie, but I'd never know. I bet they don't. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. So, anyways, that's uh that's the, the news from from uh Renegade Con Virtual as it stands as of uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight. They might have, who knows, they might have revealed a whole bunch of other crap since we've been on the air. Hard to say. I'm not there. I'm here. Uh, and Steven says, hello from Hoth. Hello, yeah. Ann Steven. Yeah, Watch out for the Wampa. Right? Terrible. But uh, next news item. Do, 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 do. Boo. Hey, it's time. Woohoo! Time to talk about Render Revealed. This segment brought to you by Gary Godso. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so G.I. Joe Day was announced uh, earlier in the week and we figured we'd be getting some dumb coupon or something. And, you know, hey, here's 25% off of stuff you already bought on presale. And um, so, you know, I didn't think much of it. And then they went and showed us stuff. So let's get right to that. And the uh, first one they showed us over the course of the day was Snow Job. Uh, I mean, Gary Godso, our our former host and uh, the fandom's number one snow job guy. Um, he uh, he he. After fainting dead away, he he was <laughs> revived, thankfully, and, and gave his seal of approval on this render. Uh, so you can see there, snow job includes his rifle with magazine, uh, pistol with holster, his backpack which holds all his stuff, uh, skis with poles, snowshoes, removable goggles. And an alternate non-hooded head with a, a separate piece to, to simulate the pulled-down hood. Uh, he's got it all, man. This is all the stuff we wished we had with Snowjob back when we were kids. He's pretty fantastic. Uh, your your thoughts, Racktime Rob? Is he going to end up being like a deluxe figure? I don't think so. Okay. My my impression is they're just that's just a dude. It's just going to be a stuffed card, right? Uh, or a box. I mean, you wouldn't know. <laughs> right. Who could, if, if you just shake it around, I guess. Yeah. Might be a little heavier. <laughs> That's because somebody swapped out the figure with an X-Men blob. That's right. <laughs> That's why it's a little heavier. That's right. You open it up and go, Donatello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the? Safari Jacket Wonder, man. I already ordered this. Uh, Andrew Gaugan says, so after the snow job, we'll see more Arctic snow characters and, quote, repaints. Uh, maybe. Well, I, I mean, they did announce a snow serpent, so. Yeah, pro probably to some degree. 
Uh, but you know, that's okay. That's all right. If, if you're, if you're just putting different web gear on top of that base Arctic uniform, it kind of makes sense really for a military unit. Um, it's, uh, Mark Weber, your thoughts here. I mean, I, I, I'm a big fan, big fan. The beard looks a sculpt wise looks a little funky if you zoom in on it. If I'm being incredibly nitpicky, um, and, and that is kind of your mo. Yeah, kind of. But uh, but this is sensational. It's fantastic. Uh, I I'm a huge fan. I mean, redhead, yeah, like that. The one bit, and I'm torn on this because I don't know if it's a criticism or praise. He, you know, on his original card, they talk about him being a biathlete, right? He is right. a he is a sniper, right? And so the rifle actually makes perfect sense for him even though it isn't traditionally his weapon i just they're giving him snowshoes which makes sense but i would trade those snowshoes for his actual laser rifle the what xml or whatever three that he came came with originally because it is the iconic gi joe weapon and so i miss even though i love the sniper rifle and this is actual gun because it is a it was one of the only i mean other than maybe snake eyes is easy there is no other like can't miss top shelf this is the gi joe weapon because that's what it was on the cartoon everybody had that right. was right so it, it it just feels like a little bit of a miss that they include this much stuff and not that iconic thing Maybe they're so, just saving the laser rifle for the laser rifle guys. I suppose it's possible, but I think I think it's a very small miss, and it's my only complaint on what's an absolutely spectacular figure. Uh, Doug Dello says two heads was a good choice on this one. They need to do that on all the hooded and permanent helmet figures. Amen. Yeah, yeah. really, it's my one complaint about barbecue. If you want to go back a little ways, a chance that they make this kick-ass barbecue figure. Somebody who you actually finally want to put on the battlefield with your Joes, and they didn't give him a actual head. All right. Okay. Because he's a robot. Clearly. Clearly. Robot. I saw it on Fensler Films. But uh he's like shooting fireballs at kids and stuff. Michael Gene Fleming, no brutal chest cut trademark. I mean it's underneath that, yeah. Yeah. Probably. But- I imagine that coats an overlay. Yeah, I mean you you don't uh, you don't complain about the ones that get covered up, do you? Not really, but if you're actually having the, it was like the 25th anniversary stuff, right, where the chest cut was so bad that they had to find secondary pieces to put over it to try to pretend <laughs> like that was human anatomy. If you're having to make, if you're having to add tooling to cover up for how bad it looks, maybe you've gone down a dark path to begin with. <laughs> but but. Look, I'm I'm not gonna I'm coming off too too harsh here because this is a fantastic figure and a huge win, uh, and I love that like the the roll down hood right they didn't have to do that, right? If it no. hadn't come with that, we we would have still been hey I love that we're getting a second head because we don't always get that right right but that's fantastic attention to detail. This is this is a fantastic thing. Right. Uh, but this far into the line, do you think the XLR rifle will become a regular addition? It feels too niche to Real American Hero, uh, but it could work for retro Walmart exclusives. Well, yeah, I, I mean, the 
Walmart retro line's going away, mm-hmm. uh, or at least it's not going to be continued in its current form. I don't want to say it's going away, but that as far as with the retro card backs and stuff, it won't be there anymore. So who knows what the future is even for Walmart's exclusives in classified. We know, mm-hmm. I, I can't think that they're getting out of the classified exclusives business, but it's not going to be what it's been before. So uh, Doug Dello again, uh, what they should do is just release an accessory set that includes all the original weapons. They haven't been provided so far. Eh, I guess. Uh, that would mean a, a lot of stuff for the original folks in the line. And and honestly, I'd be okay if they just gave us some of those characters a bit more reworked. Yeah, and I'm okay with things changing and things being an upgrade. I only mention it here because that specific weapon is so right. iconic to the brand. And, and I don't know if you'd say it's iconic to the character anymore. Because you have to be a pretty dedicated G.I. Joe fans and look at that and go, oh, that's Snow Jobs rifle as opposed to it just clicking, oh yeah, that's the G.I. Joe rifle. Right? See, I don't know. Back when we were kids, we were just, we'd always used to complain, why do they give everybody Snow Jobs gun? Right. Uh, And I guess it's all the same pants now, just growing up. Right. We were weird kids, though. So. But, um, uh, Diana Davis says, I know some folks want the skis to be white, but I kind of prefer the black ones. Actually, I disagree with that. I'd rather see the white gear with Snow Job. If they did the black ones later on with Blizzard, I'd be okay with that because that was for his look. But I know that there's some some images floating around out there with white gear as well. I don't know if it's an option or or if it's just something that somebody did with Photoshop. But I, I would I would prefer white skis and snowshoes for Snow Job. It'll look better on the snow, though, for photos. Than black skis, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the second reveal we saw was this guy, Dude. and uh, this was around the time where the "What's on Joe Mind" text chain uh, started to melt down. <laughs> uh, because you see, you see Scrap Iron there, and that figure's pretty cool looking and all. He's got his pistol with holster. He's got his remote control. Then he's got, uh, you know, his battle bot there, for lack of a better term. And, oh, my God, blast effects, blast effects, blast effects. Um, This man, this is a one-figure diorama set, and I love it. Um, But we, I mean, uh, Phil Donnelly says it's going to be a deluxe for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they've said that that was. We knew that with Scrap Iron. So, um but uh, Rob immediately pointed out that 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 robot, that drone, that is pack rat building material, and <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, it's like Wally's evil brother. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah, Wally evil, Miss Seal. <laughs> um, maybe it's his evil sister. But uh, yeah, that that's fantastic. It's it looks enough. the The missile launching box itself looks enough like the original one. That, um, you know, who cares that it's on drones afterwards underneath? And, uh, but it, just fantastic work here. Absolutely love this. Mark Weber, your thoughts? I mean, it's one of the few ones that, that when it comes out, and you're shocked immediately, right? And then you look at it and you take it all in and you're like, I think this is perfect, right? I mean, right. Look down to the, the snarl and what looks like a good facial scar there going on. Like, and I think, 
Scrap Iron is one of those guys uh, among the Cobra operatives who really punches above his weight, right? Given his normal exposure, especially on the cartoon and even in the comic, I know he killed the Softmaster. Good for you. Who hasn't killed an Arashikage ninja? Right. But, I mean, there's 40 of them, and they all go went. They all went down. Yeah, exactly. Those guys. Um, I'm a dozen. Yeah, like whatever. I, I killed two on my way home from work. What are you gonna do? Uh, but these guy, this guy, so incredibly popular, uh, despite kind of his limited push, really. So right. I always, always a favorite of mine. And I was those early, those early carded figures. If they came with a lot of stuff. As a kid, they screamed value to me, right? And this guy had a lot of stuff. Snow job yeah. too. So yeah. even even though they weren't my favorite guys, they were definitely in my in my upper echelon. Just because as a right. kid, I felt like I got a deal, right? Like I got away with something. Right. Gung Ho comes with a backpack and a short little gun, right? And you loved having them guy. because there was there's just that extra play element to it. Yeah, all that stuff. So and his and this is another example, right? His. Uh, bot there it's got some cues from the original sure but it's not really that close and that's a hundred percent fine right they did something new with it they upgraded it and they sick i mean they changed it a lot but they also upgraded it it's right. so good it's an improvement so much so don't be this is a good example of like the figure itself is pretty damn close to the original and that's okay too because change isn't always better. So this right here is, is the perfect example of taking cues from the original, but not being slavish to it. And I know that sounds hypocritical, because I just said, we're Snowjob's rifle. But I can't define it, but I know it when I see it. And yeah. this is fantastic. So Hank Perry says, what you bet the blast effects are compatible with the hiss? I would not bet against that. I bet the, peg, the pegs probably will be. You know, yeah. I'm sure it's a universal peg. Yeah, I would be stunned if it wasn't. What are the diagonal ones there on the opposite sides of the gun? Where did those go? Uh, probably, they probably just go on the ground. They're probably just blast effects for things hitting and exploding on the okay. ground. That would be my guess. I'm going to put them next to Scrap Iron like he's making his big entrance, right? <laughs> Coming from Cobra Island, weighing 222 pounds. Put them behind him like they serve burritos in the Cobra Commissary. Nice. <laughs> it's chilly cook-off day at Cobra <laughs> Island. No! Yes, Butler, Mark likes Scrap Iron because he blasted Billy. That's why I love Scrap Iron. Did he kill Billy? I don't remember that. No, but he, he when he blew up the Softmaster... Billy oh. was in that explosion too. Yeah, yeah he was going for that. It was it was Billy Candy and the drunk and the drunk driver in there. And Billy's the only one who survived. Yeah, because Super Billy is that how he lost his leg? Yes, I don't. Yes, know. that's how he lost the leg in the eye. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he lost the eye to try to make him interesting, like when they made Jubilee a vampire in X Men. That didn't work either. No. So no. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they, let's give him a, a, a cybernetic leg. People will buy that. No. no. Uh, Riptide O'Leary, he's got that original distinct Cobra emblem on his helmet. Just noticed yeah. that. Yeah, they actually they got that painted in on this one. The original, it's there, but it's just cast. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of folks tended to overlook it, but but here on the uh, on this he's figure, got, yeah, it's the cartoon look. Red, so it pops real nice. You could have Ric Flair carry Billy in, and he still wouldn't be cool. 
Philly sucks. Yeah, mostly because Ric Flair is not that cool anymore, really. Oh, it's, it's I disagree. Philly sucks. Like watching watching video of old, you know, old video of Ric Flair is cool. Ric Flair, Ric Flair right now seems it's we're starting to push desperate into, old man. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, starting to push into that overdone kind of deal. Yeah, I get that. It's not his fault though, man. He wasted all his money. I, look, I get it. He's. Got I guess maybe it is his fault then. But yeah, yes. If people, I don't think he's doing it for. He's not hanging on for ego. No, not at all. No, not no, not at least. Look, look. I am. I am a proponent of. So long as people are buying, you better be selling. Mm-hmm. My dream in life is to be a sellout. Right. Need <laughs> something that people want to buy. Yeah. But at the same time, I reserve the right to judge the quality of that sellout. And if people aren't buying, forty percent off for everybody. Right, if people aren't buying, I guess we'll do a, 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 a live stream on Friday night. That's it. Anyways. <laughs> oh. All right. House, House Dagaba. Ric Flair is selling doobies now. He's a millionaire again. I'm sure he is. Yeah, yeah, this week. I didn't know that. He'll blow it. I guess he wants to smoke. It's kind of a week by week. Anyways. Uh, Got to buy a leopard to fight a shark. Rob, you got any thoughts here? Uh I this is fantastic. This is a, better than I hoped it would be. It really I the drone and the the missile box it's fantastic. It sure beats him lugging it around like he's like, you know, moving a friend, you know. Right. Especially it didn't it didn't wasn't a backpack or anything. It didn't have wheels. No. Yeah. I was like how did he get that wheels. thing? It, literally he's picking it up and moving it like he's, you know, moving a friend's coffee table. I was thinking he was like waiting behind a rock with it going, "Come uh, on." No. Come 20, on. 25th anniversary scrap iron. You could put it on his back. But, you know, people people forget that one. Anyways, moving on. Then we had reveal number three. And it was these guys. Woohoo! Well, one guy. It was the, the generic plural guys. You okay, know. But uh, the steel core, the freshly rechristened Steel core, as you can see there, uh, one one male trooper, one female trooper. Uh, they come with a combined three rifles with removable magazines, two pistols, two jump jetpacks. So you can outfit in both land or sky, as Le- as Lenny told us in advance. Uh, two knives with holsters, and it's got uh, gun and and jump blast effects and alternate pilot heads. So you got different helmets you can put on these guys when they're on the jetpacks. Um, and it was confirmed uh, on Emily's Instagram later on in the day that these are the GI Joe troop builders that they had alluded to earlier in the week on the live uh, last week, rather on the live unboxing video. So, um, you know, everybody out, everybody out there who's, who's angling for green shirts, maybe not this time. Uh, but these guys are a heck of a lot more interesting than green shirts anyway. Um, Ragtime Rob, what do you like here? I I I love the idea when Pursuit of Cobra turned you know these guys into the GI Joe Troop Builder, and, and I'm glad they're carrying through with that rather than going with the green shirt because they said they are much more visually interesting than the green shirt. Yeah, and when you you uh, when you cover them up entirely like this, you don't have to worry about making you know, racially diverse figures, because it could be anybody under those masks. Yep. Whoever you want. 
Mark Weber, what you think here? I'm and like there's no advantage to a green shirt over steel core, steel brigade, whatever you want to be. Um, unless you're a customizer, right? And you want that right. basic green buck and not yeah, you know, it's a lot less work, I'm told, than turning <laughs> one into the basic green buck. So I love that it's I, I think guy and gal is great. Because there's never been a female in in the Joe you know, mythos. There's never been a a female steel core brigade, whatever you want to call it. I don't think I've ever had that. So I dig that. I think all of this is is really cool. The one thing that gets me here, and it, and it plagues toy lines all over the place. And I know this because I have a giant melon. Bugs me when you have a full on helmet like that that isn't notably bigger than the human head, right? right. Like, this looks like someone painted the helmet on top of their faces. Like, the it should the head should look huge if it's a fully covering helmet. And so I think I think the heads are a little undersized, especially the pilot heads. But, eh, tiny. In, in, in fairness, this is just a digital render. So yeah. it, it could just be off because that's, you know, just got sized a little bit, little bit off. Yeah, and even still, <laughs> tiny complaint. These are really slick. Big fan. Uh, Matt Rubin asked the deep philosophical question. Am I the only one that thought G.I. Joe shouldn't have had troop builders? They're specialists. They may need support staff, but not for combat. I, I'm not, I never felt like they needed them, needed a whole bunch of them. But I, I, I always felt that in, in the story, it made sense to have almost a pilot program to bring some of the best and brightest along, um, you know, kind of get, get their feet wet with the group before, uh, uh, you know, joining the team as an individual, so to speak. So I, I, I never would have had a huge, uh, well, I, for lack of a better term, brigade of steel corpse guys. So I, I, I feel that a little bit, but, um, I, I don't think it, I don't think it hurts. I don't think it hurts the GI Joe story by having guys like this around to do, to, to be kind of trainees and junior partners, as it were, um, for some of the, the, the tasks that might require more more hands than what the Joes are able to spare. And besides, that jetpack's going to look so good on Stalker. Oh, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. It'll look even better when they finally put out Classified Flash. There you go. Uh, Tristan McDonald, you need Joe Troopers so somebody can die. <laughs> you Man. Can make, you can make because you can't even kill a Kiko. You can make a whole movie with nobody dying. Right? <laughs> Tough crowd, Tristan. Tough crowd. That's uh, Andrew Galgan. They get promoted into having code names. Right. That's, that's a, there's a whole Beachhead comic about that, right? Where he, the trainees get their code names, have to have code names, so he gives them one, two, three, four, five, right. and six. Right. Because he's an yeah. asshole. It's fantastic. No, it was great. Totally in character. Yeah. Oh no, it was a, it was a great it was a great issue too. Yep. Uh, one of the better ones the Devils do did, and and that's not to downplay the work they did over there. I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, notice they don't have parachutes. Well, can't wear both. Yeah. Right? I mean that that was one of the cool things the Sunbow cartoon did a lot of the times is they sometimes they would do uh, jumps as parachutes. Here, so I, I kind of enjoyed that one. Torpedo Age, yeah, I was going to say. There we go. Put a selfie series head on these. You finally get your G.I. Joe figure. 
you know, it makes a lot more sense than putting your head on snake eyes. That seems that seems like you're calling your shot a little bit too hard if you're getting your head no, put no. on snake eyes, right? I don't I don't see that as self serving because the selfie series heads look nothing like the people. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that the biggest, uh, well, I know about unsaid thing, but man, all their official photos are not that close up. No. Yeah. And that's for a reason, folks. Well, I mean, you know, Phil did did do that one episode of the show with us where he showed off his selfie series fig. And yeah, yeah. It, it... Sorry, Phil, but I don't know who that guy is on Snake Eyes' body on your shelf, but it it don't look like you, man. It don't look like you. But don't take it personal. No. Uh, Ed the Straight Edge says my selfie series figure looks pretty good once I get glasses on him. Well, okay, all right. At least you're taking. At least you're making the steps. But does it look like you? Or does it look like you know, like a handsome neighbor? <laughs> uh, what's resolute bazooka for then, if not to bite it for the team? That's a good question, Matt Rubin. Good question. He'll come at a two two pack corpse with resolute I, major blood. I wonder if Channing Tatum got a selfie series snake eyes and finally was happy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's as, that's as close as Diana will come to criticizing Duke ever. Uh, that dude ain't Duke. He he's ain't a, Duke. He's just a prick. Yeah. Moving on. Last one we got to see uh, was the one that finally got us to officially break down and commence with the plotzing. Um, yeah, it's the televiper with the trouble bubble. Oh my god! Yeah, that is beautiful. Um, as you can see there, he's got his handheld transmitter slash jammer, just like the old '85 figure did. He's got his backpack. It's got the connecting hose. Got interchangeable heads, so he can either be. Uh, Caucasian or or of African descent, or he's got the full face cover flight mask, which is a nice third option. And flight pod. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's just beautiful. Uh, amen to that. I'm going to army build the hell out of the trouble bubble. Yeah, I, I don't see how I'm not going to not going to do that too. It might not be televipers in all of them because. Lord knows, I, I don't mind having a bunch of them around either. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, that, that's, this yeah. is amazing work, and I love it. Uh, Mark Weber, your thoughts? I mean, and it's it's got to be 50 bucks, right, at least, with the vehicle? It's got to be like Ram or Baroness. With- I, yeah, I'm thinking probably more like, yeah, more of that, yeah, small vehicle slash mind bender. Yep. Price yeah, range. which would make it like 42. Okay. Well, I love that's, I, that's That's what the Ram and... The, the two Ram sets were. I love what they did here. The fact that it doesn't have the big flying mine is totally fine because that was always lame. <laughs> and and it, it was a shame it was so big because you couldn't lose it and not be sad. It was always around just not being fun to play with. But <laughs> the fact that I love the straps because the original one didn't have anything like that. It was like, he's not going to fall out. He's got a backpack peg. Well, yeah, yeah. he's fine. But the having the jammer gun is this our first cord on any figure or did mindbender have one maybe uh barbecue barbecue, barbecue and mindbender all right mine you know truth be told mine mine are not very open and they're pretty much all packed up right now so uh i haven't gotten into the playability of uh classified very much but i love the slight rework on the televiper 
so smart to to cover every bit of skin right so you can do the different heads right and and by adding in a second head and making it a different skin color i'm automatically in for two automatically just yeah. like that yeah so I, this this feels like a t-shirt right here it's always around, not being fun to play with. I, this Mark, seems like a T-shirt. Yeah, and then you just put a Masters of the Universe logo over it, and you're good to go. <laughs> we can we can <laughs> we can stand a Thunder Punch E-Man next to that mine. That's right, with Faker. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, legitimately, I the, as is right. I would have bought one. I absolutely would have bought one. Love it. Don't have to true build. Because you know, 42, 50 bucks. Yes, you do. But add, adding in that se the second head, I have to have two. Oh yeah. I might need three. We'll see. Oh yeah. This thing. There are fantastic. three heads. This thing's fantastic. So I I have no complaint about this at all, except he's got no weapon at all. Yeah, that right? bothered me too. I wish yeah. he had a knife at least in the sheath or something because. I know they're communications officers, right? But without yeah. any kind of weapon, all they can do is get punched and say, ouch, backwards. Right. There's, the there's nobody that shouldn't have at least a sidearm. Got to have yeah. a sidearm. Got to have a knife. Pistol. Yeah. And I know you can you can outfit him. You can arm him up. And I get it. And maybe it would have been hard to fit him in the cockpit with a bulky. I mean, the holsters are kind of bulky. But... I, just for suspension of disbelief, I would like to, a pistol and a knife. That's it. That uh, Payne's toy sample says, "I must be the weirdo. I love the televiper. That doesn't make you weird to to mm -hmm. us. Nope. Jesus, no. That's the stuff right there. I'm putting this one back up just so I can get a screen cap. <laughs> I'm feeling the need to add another T-shirt design this week. I have the time. <laughs> so, let's figure out a graphic to slap that one on. Just put the big drone by the, the shadow, the shadow of the drone in the background. It's uh, it was always around, not being fun to play with. Mark Weber, that's what she said. Matt, come Burke. on now. Right. <laughs> Sometimes the layups are good to take. I'm getting personal now. Uh, paint toy samples. Just reimagine the gun as a localized EMP or sonic weapon. It's not so strange. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess if you're IG88, he could really whip your ass. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That seems like a lot of power to put to give a a random troop build telecommunications guy. Like if, if this is if Cobra was real life and I had to get a job with him, this would probably be the job I had. So yeah. I I used to be in radio. Right. I like I, I can't see giving me an EMP weapon. I can't see doing that one bit. I'd wear every bit of this. I'm not getting in that trouble bubble to save my life, dude. <laughs> No. no, I'd be more comfortable there than I would be carrying a pistol around. I'll be honest with that. Dude, there. if the if the Cobra battleship is sinking and there's a line of those on the deck, I'm like, I'll be all right. I'll I'll swim for it. <laughs> Where's the gas go? Right, like, aren't you flying on the gas tank basically? Sitting on it? I mean, it would you'd have to be, or I. I oh, don't... hey, look, no worse than a Pinto. Yeah. Line vendors around. For all we know, it runs on antimatter. Ooh. Uh, Bick says, "Is the Joe Stream coming this week?" And that's a new name. So welcome, welcome to the the team stream, Bick. What a Bick. Um, I haven't heard. I have seen this posted in a couple of spots, but that doesn't mean it's the truth. Uh, so take it with a grain of salt. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll find out together. Mm -hmm. I was putting together graphics today, so I didn't. I wasn't on social media a whole bunch. 
So uh, let's see. Let's see what else we got. Uh, does anyone want a Sonic Fighters Televiper though? Well, you know, whatever. No, but uh, Python Patrol Televiper. I mean, you know, he's coming. You know, that's gonna happen. Lame. I get, <laughs> I get it, but I never yeah, like whatever. Python. Lame. You're just tired. You you you're tired of sending me money to buy buy you toys. That's what you're tired <laughs> exactly. of. Exactly. Not as tired as you are of buying them. Nah. <laughs> oh. No, that that actually is okay because it it, it kind of scratches that itch. Yeah, it clears the pegs. <laughs> it's, so they want to. Well, look, I'm buying toys. I feel better about things, and it's not doesn't matter that it's not mine. I yeah, don't need I, them to be mine. I know you're in those aisles going. I wonder if Web needs ten Akiko figures. Right, so just, just <laughs> big arm at the back of the peg and just dragging it into the cart. <laughs> Ooh, Andrew Bogan's got a, got a challenge for me here. But Mark, very weird. Who who is it? Andrew O'Gogan. Asking me, what do I choose to escape in? Andrew Gaugan. Gaugan, sorry, whoops. Uh, which do you choose to escape, Flight Pod or Fang Two? That's Flight Pod, man. Fang Two is going to mess up my hair. <laughs> we can't be having that Billy Hoyle. What's left of it anyway? What about yeah, what, the, I, what I got? What about the Cobra Jetpack? Oh, oh no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a claw, kind of, but it weighs 700 pounds more. <laughs> Strap it on your back and jump off the edge. I, I loved it in G.I. Joe 300 when it when the, the bat blew up the C-130 by flying a Cobra jetpack into the engine. Yeah, like, I always put bats on it. Like, I'm like, I don't think anybody else is going to take no, that the only thing Because basically it's just a guided missile at that point. <laughs> The amount of fuel and explosives on that thing. I mean, that, that, I, the Cobra, the Cobra jetpack. I mean, that's the Daffy Duck trick. He can only do once, right? It I'm, looks amazed like that, I'm amazed that jetpack didn't make such an explosion that the Joes weren't being scattered to the ground with debris. <laughs> it looks like you're wearing a sofa on your back. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? I love it. It's so bad that I love it. Oh. I can only I can only imagine you know whatever trooper is unlucky enough to be strapped to the back of that just screaming right. the entire time. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> the guy who flies it isn't a generic Cobra trooper. It's actually a guy with a code name. His code name Short Straw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NFL, not for long. That's it. Right. I go in a buzz. Matt O'Brien wants to know if I go in a buzz bore. Hell yes, I go in a buzz bore. <laughs> that was actually, as a kid, that was one of the few that I had money for that I looked at and went, I don't need that. Like Cobra Law. You can and so I went, and, I went and got one. Like Cobra Battle Barge. Oh, I had that. Um, it actually, right. rather than floating as kind of like a radio installation on the ground, I thought that one looked a little more. Uh, legit but i got a buzz bore for the first time like four or five years ago it's a lot of fun it's kind of a cool <laughs> toy same thing with a pogo a pogo is one of the few that i was like yeah i don't need that and then once i actually got one they're kind of cool so all right yeah it's all right here comes the pogo into the battle yeah. i've got the interceptor version of it i don't have a pogo yeah as a, I, I just uh, they missed an opportunity by that not that thing not coming with a vomit bucket <laughs> right I got I got the interceptor version of it after uh, that episode where where Joe Colton waxed poetic about it, and then yeah. I went we went to Kokomo Toys the next day and they had one on ch super cheap, 
Yeah. Like, I can't imagine why that's super cheap. So I bought it. And and if you want cool stuff super cheap, you should head to Kokomo Toys. That's right. Visit them uh, online, on eBay, at their eBay store. And uh, we'll, we'll get more into what Kokomo Toys was, was uh, auctioning off this week in just a moment. But what do you say, folks? That's the news. Waiting for my sound effects. Yep. Oh, I thought it was a stinger. Of course, the stinger. No, Chunk Tank City in the Meowler Tank. Brought to us by our good friends at Kokomo Toys and Collectibles. And uh, again, about their eBay store. And that's the news. You can find anything at Kokomo Toys except beachheads. That's true. Because they're spoken for. Right. <laughs> you would think, but that's a story for later. Enough donuts will get you beachheads. Right. Uh, you, again, you would think. Man. You would think. So, uh, yeah. That was Good the time. best. Wasn't that the best news week in maybe oh, almost geez. ever? Since Thanksgiving, at least. Dude, they yeah. were all home runs. Like, everything was great this week. It, it was it, like, and, and what's more, like going into the weekend, there was nothing. Yeah. Like, normally you kind of know it's coming, but the, like, this was all Tuesday and later. Yeah, so it's really been a good couple of days. I mean, what were those reveals like yesterday? <laughs> uh, uh, the first, so two days ago, Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday, yeah. Okay. Wednesday. Uh, Joe Fan eighty four says, "Hey, fellas, sorry I'm late. Had to close my store as usual. How are y'all tonight? Uh, I guess we got to start over, right? Oh man, now we got to do fifteen minutes of garbage." <laughs> Hey, uh, Joe Fan eighty four, are you familiar with High Five Ghost? Because that was <laughs> <laughs> that was a big part of the show tonight. Uh, well, we are we are sorry, sir. Thank you uh, for for joining us. We appreciate the time you you're gonna spend with us, and you can you can always go back and and catch the the replay as soon as we're done here tonight. Uh, Matt Rubin says, I, "I feel bad for the Star Wars stream that was held. GI Joe stomped all over them." Good lord, yes! It seems like GI Joe streams do that a lot. Anytime we're we're gotta share the stage with other fandoms on these Hasbro weeks, it just seems like we're coming out of it a lot more fired up than than other folks are. And I I mean I do feel bad for them, but more I'll I'll be honest. After the last few years before Classified came along, I feel better for us. There was, it's been a long time to get to this point, and it's probably not going to last forever. So no. just enjoy it while it's going. Don't 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 take it for granted. Don't run smack about it. Just enjoy it while it lasts. Because yeah. our our days of endless clone and stormtrooper reprints are coming. Yeah, uh, it wasn't so long ago that there was nothing nothing going yeah. on with the Joy Joe brand at retail. And not not even a hint of what might break that streak down the road, right? So, yeah, enjoy it while you got it. So, uh, why don't we go ahead and roll into what we got in real quick? And Rack Time, yeah, we'll we'll start with you because uh, we're like the rest of America. We got some Sky Strikers in. 
And uh, Rack Time Rob is wa- wants to talk a little bit about how he what he thinks of his Sky Striker now that he's got it in hand. Yeah. Well, I haven't opened it. I I I've opened it up. I've looked. I've made sure you know, like all the pieces were there. Uh-huh. Right. Um, that seems to be a bit of an issue. You got your engines. Issue, which is a shame that you know on something you're paying top dollar for, there's not better quality control. But looked like all my stuff was there. I didn't open up like the missiles and blast effects yet, but all the big parts of the plane were there, and including my giant sticker sheets. So I, I know Mark, you had some questions last week about the stickers, and Rob is going to go ahead and put them to bed for you this week. Yeah. yeah. To, to base down my complaint, if I haven't been clear about it, the original sticker. Oh well, there there are four tail fins that come with this, and how many tail fin stickers there, Rack Time Rob? Uh, that would be three, mm. uh, at least of the original Eagle Sky Striker. Um, in, in fact, there there happens to be three of any of the ones you want to put on there. I love that they included extra fins. It is kind of a no-brainer, but I'm glad they did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... that's and and I don't know, I and, and I'm not sure, I haven't put mine together yet, but I'm not sure that once you decide what fins you're putting in, that you can take them out again. Uh, but if that's true, I, then you then you only need two Sky, Sky Striker stickers, right? Yeah. Three would be, three is redundant, but... Yeah, well, uh, yeah, so... But the big one for me, because I was a big ace honk, uh, especially as a kid, and it, this is accurate to the original it's accurate on the original art on the cockpit where it labels who the pilot's supposed to be and who the rao is supposed to be it always said captain j, j. brad, brad yeah. armbruster and his name is brad j armbruster and it's a tiny thing um and if you're actually being legit accurate to the original uh you would do it incorrectly it was incorrect to start with but I, I reached out to the avenues I have when they first announced this, right when they announced it. And I said, here's a chance to fix a long-running error in the Joe universe. Just make it Captain Brad Armbruster or Brad J. Armbruster or B. Armbruster all, or B.J. Armbruster, all acceptable. But don't reiterate the same error, you know, this, this far into the game. Please do this for me, uh, your pal, Webb. And what do we got, Rob? Uh, we have, you have a choice of Captain J. Brad Armbruster or Captain J. Armbruster. There we go. So, and I bet the J stands for the same thing as Homer J. Simpson. Yeah, the J stands for one thing. Or Jabroni. Bullwinkle J. Moose. Jabroni. <laughs> Jabroni. <laughs> Jabroni. Because they actually tried to fix it and got it wronger. <laughs> and I'm not blaming anybody in particular because yeah. I don't, there's no way to know how that got screwed up because it looks like they tried to fix it and got it wronger. So, well, if you want to know on the box, I think, you know, on the box art, I think the stickers on the cockpit say Captain James Brand <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, look, I, w- I would expect them to change the art. That's yeah. fine. And it's and I actually even would have been okay with them saying, you know what, that's too nerdy. We're not gonna do it. Or I get it, but we're gonna be authentic to the original. Fine. But to actually have a second option that's wronger. Right. Yeah. That's option. that's, that's the thing that's, that's nutty. Yeah. It's maybe it's his cousin, Jabroni. Jethro. Jethro. <laughs> 
Jethro Bradford Armbruster. I know that that's the Rock's word and all that, but I'll never be able to to hear that word said unless it's in the voice of the Iron Sheik. It was the Sheik's first. Was it? Not first, but before before Rocky. Was it now? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Totally. The Iron Sheik is one of the few guys I've got a I've got a an autograph for. Yeah, I want to. <laughs> but uh, cameraman, zoom it. <laughs> okay. Tim Peterson says I think the handle is missing for Scarlet's crossbow for everyone. Rob, can you confirm? Uh you know I haven't looked at it. I haven't opened the figures. You're killing me, Rob. Killing Are you cracking all the figures open? Probably. And, my, and there's no wrong way to do it. Just everybody does it different. Yeah, he is. What else you get, Rob? Uh, well, let's see. That's that's the Big Joe thing. And then uh, last week, teased last week, I, I did get my Mego Flash. All right. The second Mego Flash, because I broke the first one. You didn't oh. tear this one apart. Yeah. Like a jabroni. Like a jabroni. Like the jabroni Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yes. Sheeky baby got nothing but love for everyone and wish you all a happy new year, except the jabroni <laughs> If you're let's, not let's just say had you seen had you seen me last week when I tried opening up the first one, uh I would have just had to put a 20 in the swear jar and yeah. run it down. Ragtime Rob, the angriest man alive. <laughs> yes. Sweet. If you're not Sweet. if you're not following the Iron Sheik on Twitter or whoever's yeah, writing Twitter. his stuff. Oh my god. Yeah, you're doing Twitter wrong if you're not following the, the Sheik on Twitter. So good. I, I believe that I, I watched a documentary on the Iron Sheik, and I believe that is him. Like he's the only person that has access to his Twitter, except his his nephew, who is his manager, and he doesn't get in it unless the Sheik is incapacitated. When the Bengals lost and he posted Joe Burrow? No, Joe Brony. Joe Brony. <laughs> wow. So good. Such, such, <laughs> so good. It's it's such rudimentary shit talking, but it's done, <laughs> done with such vigor that you he's, can't help but love it. And it's dirty. Well, not dirty, but he curses a lot. And he's, yes. I think in the span of like three days, he he told uh, people basically to go after themselves if they ate quinoa, <laughs> if they uh, were a Monday, <laughs> f the Monday. <laughs> <laughs> and I, the third one was like, uh, if you were Hogan, probably. Right, probably. Because <laughs> he's true to, true to that, yeah. What else you get? What what did you get in, Mark Weber? Uh, I got the Sky Striker, but I just got it. haven't opened it yet. So it's in a box. Uh, you know, not terribly impressive in the box. But the one thing I do I want to give pub for, uh, from what I've seen on the unboxing videos, the way they package the uh, carded figures spectacular yeah to make sure they got to you in perfect shape and whatever happens to them after that's on you but super super impressed with the packaging job they did not so much with the missing engines some people are encountering right uh, or the messed up sticker like poor poor brian had to deal with live on camera oh i honestly haven't seen that yet and i need to has, I mean, the moment where the he's right like, box, right? Because they're where in the, are box the, the main body. I, I don't know. I didn't watch his. I was yeah. not able to watch his live stream. This yeah, I, I haven't seen it either. Because that, that, that night we went out. out it's the actually a product improvement in a way, because uh, HTC got the most sturdy GI Joe glider ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's armored. 
It's yeah, armored glider. Armored glider. Came, with, came with tan grunt for some reason. So weird. <laughs> they finally fixed that. <laughs> and a, and a cobra and a uh, and a cobra trooper with a silver symbol half rubbed off. Right. right. Pre pre rubbed. Yeah. So uh, what else you got, Mark? I didn't get anything. It's just Sky Striker. I mean, that's enough. I, I mean, it it is. Yeah. It is for for most people in most any given week. That's that's a good one. That's a good one item to get. Yeah. Oh, you got a bunch of stuff coming next week. You're right. Your items are coming in. I think Sunday was when they told me the. Anyways, so that comes to me. Number six day. Number six. And you see there, I, he's got the, the snow drop yeah. gun. I'm like, that's the wrong gun, brother. It, it is. It was uh, it was an auction from Kokomo Toys that I told, I, like, I told him, if, if you ever, if you do that to me, I'm coming to get it. Mm-hmm. Like, they put my name in the title of the auction. <laughs> it's like, enough. Yeah, if you're not going to honor my request to call me in advance to try and sell me, then 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 it's then I'm coming to get it. <laughs> Mike, so, so was there, and ironically enough, bought it for the exactly the fig exactly the the dollar figure that I would have offered it to him for. So now they can get the same amount of money only minus eBay's cut. There you go. So I told you, Jordan. I told you I was coming. Try to sneak a beachhead by him. That's right. Again, you, they put my name in the title of the auction, and so I, I gave him the the snow job gun. There, I decided this was going to be animated beachhead because I, you know, whatever. He's he's the first one in the collection from Kokomo Toys at number sixty, no less. So he needed to be special. He needed to be distinctive. So I gave him. I I, I broke my normal my normal rule, which is just however I buy them is how they stay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I decided, well, I'm going to give him the funky gun, and he's going to look like he came right out of the Sunbow cartoon, and it'll be fun that way. So Theori- theoretically, if there was a whole mess of beachhead gear in a lot on eBay for twenty five dollar, oh right, are you, I mean, are sure. you in on that, or do you not need that? No, no, I mean, you never, Mark. I'll, I'll be honest with you. As far as outfitting these guys go, for the most part, I leave them alone, but I never say never. But it like it would have to be something where there was a good number of them at a at a decent discount. I'm not right. losing sleep over it. Well, I have want... plenty, I have plenty of them that have all the gear that are in yeah. great shape. You know, I don't need a I don't need a hundred mint examples. I think right. it's kind of fun to pick up the ones from over the years that have some play wear on them, that have some paint rubs on them, and you know, elbow cracks and and knee cracks and things like that. Like it's it's cool. Um, I'm not gonna pay. You know, I'm not going to pay somebody's exorbitant eBay price for ones with busted crotches and busted thumbs. But yeah. if I see somebody selling one at ten bucks at a, one of the local stores that's missing a piece or two, yeah, I'm in for that. Or if you say you want a lot, right? You happen to have a beachhead ammo pack in it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, I'd find a home for it. Yeah, exactly. Like so, so I again, it, it's it's not. I I don't have hard and fast rules. Check. 
over it. I have general guidelines that I bend as I see fit. No, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm not making fun. That's really what I like about collecting, right? <laughs> Everybody defines their own rules for their own collection, right? Is your collection complete? That's up to you, <laughs> really. And so, but I always found that interesting when I was doing the McFarland boards and stuff. I was asking people, you know, what their rules were, what they felt they needed or had to have or how that worked. I mean, you know, if it, you can always tell if, if you have a beachhead in your collection or you know somebody that has a beachhead in their collection and it's not mine, then my collection is not complete. That's it. So. <laughs> That's right. You don't have a mint on card one, do you? No. Mint on card is kind of a fool's game, though. Yeah, because they're going to explode. Right. I'm, I'm not really worried about mint on card. Mint on yeah. card is no fun. Especially if they're graded. If you have one graded that's valuable, yeah, put your that's... ear up to it sometime and listen. And you'll hear it go. Right. Because sooner or later, baby. Right. Right. Kaboom! I do have a carded fun school one with the Russian card back. Nice. And the leg is broken on it, so it's got a loose leg. The O-ring is fine, but the leg just flops around in, inside. <laughs> it's fantastic. Is that, is that the yellow one? Is that the banana? No, he's, one? He's, he's just like the one from India. He's just oh. got a Russian card. Uh, there is one out there. The, there's a, a fun school variant with a red mask that is super expensive, and I will probably never get my hands on. Yeah, Look, I know. Look, again, you never say never, but I'm not, you know. I'm not paying a thousand bucks for GI Joe. At this None point. of us swim in those waters, but maybe one of our fans does. Right. So if if uh, if you got one of those laying around and you want to leave it to me in your will, yeah. I will accept it and uh, and put an honorary donation into the swear jar for you, and we'll just do a do a special coffee contributors only episode where Joe Colton curses for thirty minutes. Right. Let's just let's up our chances here and say that Joe really wants it. Interesting trades considered. Right. Yeah. Wink. Mm. <laughs> red, red mask beachhead looks kind of like a red ninja. Mm -hmm. You know who else really wants it? My mom. <laughs> Fantastic show. Let's go ahead and roll into shout outs. Rack time, Rob, who we shout out to? Shout out to the studio audience. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming to the tonight too. Yeah, a lot of them. Big number. Big a lot of number. a lot of a lot of old friends in there, and a lot of new names. Right, we got up to eighty six at one point. Yeah, so maybe possibly even higher. Who else we got, Rob? Uh, let's see. To anyone who survived the week at work with me, good lord. <laughs> Rob led the league in total bitchiness this week. So, oh my god! I seriously, I just like since Christmas. It's like you know, what are you kids on? Sugar, really? It's all the Christmas candy. They go home. They they just take down another candy cane because that's all that's left. Oh my god! Mark Weber, mm. shout it out. You know what? Uh... Because uh, Joe has been detained right. uh, a little bit recently, and we say that with the with the ultimate respect, um, we shout out some of our co-hosts, right? Diane Davis did a great job last week. It's always good to see Hooded Cobra Commander. Uh, you know, Phil Donnelly was on <laughs> Proton Packing right. for us. 
right? <laughs> ruining his living room for a couple days because of the furious unpacking. So we got, you know, we love our, we love the the horsemen here, right? But I also love uh, the depth of our bench, right? We yeah. got a lot of talent that's happy happen to step in and always good to see. So for our uh, our support staff, how's that? Uh, yeah, that's my shout out this week. Shout out to the bench. Good, good shout, Mark. Good shout. There you go. I give a shout out to Joe Colton. Uh, she was an eleventh hour scratch again, literally ninety minutes before we recorded tonight. She she let us know that work got her again. Uh, so she's not having a great night, unfortunately. I wish we could say, "Oh, she's fine." I mean, she is fine, big picture. But it it's just who want <laughs> who wants to be working this late on a Friday night when you've already been there since eight a.m. That is some bull crap. So uh, our our hearts go out to Joe Colton for another. Uh, long and probably fruitless evening uh, in the coal mines. Free Joe Colton. That's a uh, killer Weezer. That's a new name. So welcome, welcome to the show. Just here to see everyone talk about the Haslab Sky Striker and the missing pieces. Uh, you missed it. So go back and watch the replay. Yeah. But uh, so shout out to Joe Colton there. Shout out to you guys, of course. Rack time, Rob, Mark Weber. Uh, here as always. Uh, next week. We will. It's a pre-arranged Joe Colton absence. Uh, no, no, that's that's two weeks from now. Next week we should have full house. Knock on on microphone. God forbid we get all four of us in. Uh, by, yeah, just just to give everybody a heads up on the schedule. Um, next week should be normal for episode two fifty. Um, two fifty. We may have something fun planned for that one, if we can think of it. <laughs> I have an idea. It's just a matter of if am I going to get the production time to get it done. Yeah. Uh, then followed by the week afterwards, we will be missing both Mark and Joe. Uh, and then on the 24th, it will be a week off. So uh, just to give you guys a heads up. So next week, we are here. The week after that, it's going to be me, Rob, and question mark. Mm. And then uh, the following week, we will be off and all will be explained as we get closer to that date. On the 17th? No, on the 24th. No, 24th. the 24th were off, but the yeah. you, me, and question mark is the 17th. 17th, yes. My birthday eve. Yes. Ooh. The day before the AARP stuff kicks <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, la the last night before I move into another demographic on yeah. Mark's form. Rob, Rob is, uh, he's like the Ringo for our little group. He's the oldest and the youngest. He's the last to join, but chronologically the oldest. Just we, like Ringo with the Beatles. We should respect our elders. <laughs> yeah why start now Mike exactly right. I, I kind of like it when Joe's not here because I become the youngest one on the show oh, it makes point. me feel better you bring in the boy how are your knees Mike by the way we didn't get an update um, it's fine it's like it's so much skin replacing that it just gets real itchy uh, Matt O'Brien says thanks for the great show as always I turned 38 on Monday my only wish is not to go broke on classifieds this year 38, you bastard. Get out of here. You're 38. You and your 38. Oh no, you're allowed. Bring bring more bring more of your friends. We need younger folks than us to be in this hobby. You know anybody, you know anybody younger, by all means, get them too. Uh, Diana asks, are they any less moist? <laughs> I think that's a personal question, ma'am. <laughs> I like you to not go to that. that no, it, it is actually. It is. Uh it's it actually, it's starting to look like a knee again. It, it's kind of weird in that the uh, the area that had scabbed over that has been uh, 
subjected to constant baths and neosporin um, has been uh, it's it's like this weird jaundice color. So here's what else I got in this week. That's right. It's a package of big league chew. So we're going to get that as we go out tonight. Um, so again, uh, a shout out to, to you guys. Shout out to the folks in the audience as well. If you're catching us on, on uh, Facebook, by all means, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart, give us a little huggy guy. Uh, if you're catching us on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, please. My God, let's get to 20, 1200 uh, viewers here. And, and maybe by the end of the year, maybe we'll get to 2000. God forbid. Uh, spread the word. We're we're here to entertain. We're not here to influence you. We're not here to 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 razzle dazzle you, and 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 we're not here to gain points with Hasbro because Lord knows they don't want to talk to us ever. Um, <laughs> it's been proven time and time again, despite being a reliable source for news and entertainment for twelve years for their hobby for absolutely no gain. Um, but nah, screw that. So yeah, so uh, last guy who talked to us from Hasbro. <laughs> last guy to talk to me from Hasbro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, for the questions over there, Midnight Express, all day, all day, either version. All right. So I missed it. Sorry. We'll we'll go back catch it later. That's Maybe fine. I don't know. But um, any last words, guys? No, well, just... uh, there's a comment on uh, from Andrew that I think we need to get to down to the bottom. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, thanks for a great show. Now I'm going to get on the 134 to the 170 to the 5 North. Good luck, because the 5 North is jammed. It's going to be jammed. What, are you crazy? Just we go home, broke, Andrew. Go we, home. Almost, we almost broke our streak. <laughs> I'm, uh, we, almost, we almost didn't do it this week. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not going to weigh in on the directions. I'm just going to sit up here and be quiet. <laughs> hey, uh, but legit, uh, give kudos to the Hasbro GI Joe team. Like they put out, they went four for four uh, on their reveals, like big time. Yeah. So good for good for them, good for us. Absolutely, rising tide raises all boats. We're not in this for the money. Like I said, we're here to entertain you. Uh, we're not here to influence you. We're not here necessarily for clickbait and sensationalism and bullcrap, as we've all been kind of subjected to these last couple of months. So. My my only my only question, my only uh, plea to you, is uh, please uh, think about the quality of who you're clicking on, and and uh, come on back to the original and still the best here at What's on Joe Mind, uh, and we got friends and we want you to stick with them too, uh, by all means. But uh, you know, hey, we're right here, we're right here waiting for you. We never left. We've been here the whole time. We had a run where we were doing very sporadic episodes, mind you, but we're, we we never left. We've been here the whole time. Now we're more <laughs> we're more spore than attic, so <laughs> stick with us. Right now, we we get done with the show on Friday, and it feels like I go to sleep to, for like two hours. I wake up, and it's Friday again. Gotcha. So yeah, it's uh it's a lot of work. So um, so yeah, it's it'll be friends. Monday again. Tell your friends, spread the word, get us up in your Facebook groups that you frequent. Uh, talk us up. We really appreciate it. Uh, you're going to talk about it anyway. So might, might as well have, uh, might, might as well uh, spread the good word while you're doing it. But uh, for my co-hosts, uh, Joe Colton in Absentia, for Racktime Rob, for Mark Weber, I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Thanks for joining us here at What's On Joe Mind. You guys have a great rest of the weekend. As our friend Leon uh -huh. likes to say, stay safe. And if you can't be careful, have a great rest of the night. 
and yo joe i'll find the button eventually Make it